Jesus had a burden for souls. We read that in the text a few minutes ago, and here's another passage that backs it up. We could read many. Luke 19, 41, when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. Jesus had a burden for lost souls. Paul had a burden for lost souls. Romans 9, verses 1 through 3. I say the truth in Christ. I lie not. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost. That I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart. For I could wish that myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh. Now, I have to just be totally honest. I can't imagine ever having a burden for lost souls so badly that I could wish myself to be lost so that they could be saved. Although I will say honestly before the Lord I pondered, have pondered many times, I would go to hell uh, if it meant my wife and my three kids went to heaven. But for him to look at his entire race of people and say, I wish I'd be lost so that they'd be saved, I can't, I can't comprehend that. Romans 10.1 my brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. So Jesus had a burden for lost souls. Paul had a burden for lost souls. And here's what I want you to ask for the next. I've got about 20 statements to read. Slowly, carefully. I want you to ask yourself, how's my burden for the lost? Do I care? That people go off into eternity. People I know, people I don't know. Do I care that people go off into eternity without Christ? Do I care that there's a lake of fire? Do I care that people will stand before the judgment, the, the great white throne judgment? And hear their creator, and it's their own fault. But hear their creator say, depart from me. I never knew you. And there'll be no hope. Do I care that people I know will hear that? Do I care that people I don't know will hear that? It ought to make my heart ache that people I have absolutely no use for. It ought to burden my heart that George Soros is going to stand before God and hear him say, depart from me. It ought to grieve my heart that Osama bin Laden is going to stand before God and hear him say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. But how much more should it break my heart that Somebody I've met is going to hear God say those words. Jesus had a burden for lost souls. Paul had a burden for lost souls. A healthy relationship with God will always produce a burden for lost souls. A healthy church will be filled with people who have a burden for lost souls. 
A burden for lost souls will drive me to prayer. A burden for lost souls will keep me pleading for the Holy Spirit's power. A burden for lost souls will give me compassion for the lost. A burden for lost souls will drive me to carry gospel tracts. A burden for lost souls will keep me watching for opportunities to witness. A burden for lost souls will cause me to overcome my fears in sharing the gospel. A burden for lost souls will cause me to always have a purpose, the purpose of giving the gospel to everybody I can. A burden for lost souls will keep me involved in the ministries of my church. A burden for lost souls will keep me striving for unity in my church. A burden for lost souls will outweigh my discouragement, my hurt feelings, and my bitterness. If I have a burden for souls, I will ponder the plight of those left behind after the rapture. If I have a burden for lost souls, I will ponder the horrors of eternity in the lake of fire. A burden for lost souls will drive me to learn everything I can about the doctrines of salvation. A burden for lost souls will make me strive to stay unspotted by this world. A burden for lost souls will move me to keep walking in the Spirit. Staying close to Christ will keep me burdened for lost souls. And acting on my burden for souls will keep me close to Christ. If I don't have a burden for lost souls, I should plead with God to give me a burden for lost souls because I can only get a burden for souls from God. This is not just a preacher thing. This is not just a, an advanced Christian thing. In fact, it's been my experience that new believers are more burdened for lost souls than seasoned believers. We get to where we're saved too long for our own good. We get used to being cold. And we get rejected. We try to share the gospel with somebody. They, they reject us and we get our feelings hurt. And we say in our hearts, well, I don't want to do that anymore. Instead of having the drive of a salesman. Who says, if this guy rejects me, it's just so I can find the guy that'll say yes. Shame on me if a salesman has a greater drive for commission than I do to keep a lost soul out of an eternal lake of fire. And so tonight, I am pushing one thing. And that is to, for us to give our week. to pleading with God to do something in our hearts 
Not a sad story. God may use a sad story, but a sad story is not enough. What we need is a conviction from God that souls are going into eternity without Christ and they need to hear the gospel message. So many things in our day deaden the burden for souls. Worldliness deadens the burden for souls. Cold Christianity burdens, uh, uh, deadens a burden for souls. The doctrine of, uh, or the false teaching of Calvinism, which is spreading like wildfire, deadens your burden for souls. Because if they're predestined, they're going to they're gonna go to heaven without me. doesn't matter. What I do isn't going to have any bearing. Now, even if that's not the right way to receive the, those false teachings, and is there a right way to receive false teachings? I don't know. It's what happens. And so many other things deaden this, this carefree um, definition of Christian living. That, there's no sin. You just live any way you want to. You have liberty in Jesus Christ. You just go to church, or hey, don't go to church. Church doesn't even matter anymore. Jesus didn't start a building. Foolishness, nonsense, garbage, straight out of hell, error. Jesus sent his disciples to go out and preach the gospel. Win people to Christ. Teach them the ways of Jesus Christ. Bring them into the church. As many as were... Uh, saved and baptized were, were added to the church. He instructed us to go. Now, look, how's your burden for souls? We're, we're all done. We're about to go to prayer. How's your burden for souls? I'm not trying to give you that burden tonight. I'm trying to make you hungry for it. Seek the Lord tonight. Tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And if you will seek the Lord every day this week, don't be surprised if when next Sunday morning a man stands up here, a man who has been responsible for bringing over a million people from the city of Chicago to church over the years. Don't be surprised if when he preaches, you find the Lord giving you that burden you've been praying for. Or if on Monday night, when a man stands up who to this day, he's in his, he's, he's uh, approaching, he's in his sixties. I don't know his exact age. He's had, he's had uh, a massive heart attack and, has all kinds of health issues, and yet when I talked to him on the phone on Friday about coming to preach for us, he was on his way out the door to go visit his bus route in North Carolina. I mean, he rides a bus. In a church, last I knew, his church was running about 700 people in a small town in North Carolina, and he's still a bus captain. Why? I've never met anybody who has a greater passion for lost souls than he does. So don't be surprised if you seek the Lord every day for the next seven days. God, give me a burden for souls. Don't be surprised if when that man stands up to preach next Monday night, 
God moves in your heart with that burden. I beg of you, seek the Lord. There's so much going on, this crazy political race, all the crazy things in the world. Hey, we're right in the middle of the baseball playoffs and, and the important team is in it. Focus. 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 God, give me a burden for souls.